Everybody, tech heads rejoice. Right. Your tech dads are back in the house. La 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 la. For the tech uh, is born. Uh, I'm one of your hosts here, Tech Tech Tim. The tech. I'm Tech Tim, and this is my best bud here. Uh, best bud stepping through the curtains underneath the sign that says "Best Bud Tech." Ted, that's me. Beautifully said. Uh, we are back with another big, big episode, and Nushi, Yushi, and anyone listening by accident, you have tuned in for the right episode, because this episode is our annual, uh, it's the first time we're doing it, but it's going to be annual, Printer Firmware, firmware update, update Roundup. That's right. Yee-hoo. Grab your lassos, folks. Put on your spurs, because we're about to go round up. Like a bunch of doggies, them printer firmware updates. We're strapping on our cowboy hats. We're strapping on our A-list chaps. We're yep. riding up. We're saying, come on, partner. Word is there's firmware updates out over them their hills. That's Where? right. You're going to love it. I mean, I, I, I know that Nushi and Yushi, yeah. uh, you'll love it. And on a little bit of a darker note, we are officially dedicating this episode to those dads who have lost their lives their livelihoods, their dignity, their, their dignity, respect. and their marriages to faulty printers. It happens. Yeah. It's it's the silent killer of marriages. A bad printer. You're trying to print that renewal of your vows that yeah. you definitely yeah. wrote, but then the file got deleted somehow, and it prints off something that got downloaded to your hard drive that accident, you never. No one knows how. You never knew. You never downloaded that image, and you never would. And your partner so, later might say that wasn't really the issue. That was more the cream on the crop that broke the camel's back. But right, regardless right. to say, the last thing a dad needs is a haywire printer. So we got you covered. Uh, but before we get to that, we do have some business we need to take care of. Ted, I'm talking about Uncle Rodney. Big round of applause for Uncle Rodney. Thank you, Uncle Rodney. Yes. I mean, what a legend. Nushi, Yushi, you'll remember Uncle Rodney sponsored us big time in episode 30. He gave us enough money to get our heads back on our shoulders and to hold them high and to keep doing this show. And Yeah, and to proudly march forward into the world of tech as men. You know, not as, not as uh, I guess, groveling boys. And as he was very keen to remind me uh, this mm-hmm. morning when he came and shouted from his car, he did tell us that he needed a detailed accounting of where all of his money uh, went. So I guess I'll just start by saying uh, mine's all gone. I spent it all. Yep. Yep. What about you, Ted? Mine has been reinvested into, uh, I guess, images and symbols of, of fatherhood power. You know, mm-hmm. as you know, I bought mm-hmm. a pair of Oakley's. Yeah. Um, I subscribe to a surfing magazine. Mahalo. Yeah, mahalo to you. I, I bought a hacky sack. I bought a unicycle. Mm. I bought a pair of those stilts that bounce. And I got a cool sort of like, could you call it like multicolored, like, but cool jester's hat with bells on the end? Oh, yeah. That's, I bet that, that goes really well when you're doing that thing with Emmett where when he's having an F out, when he's having a hard time, where you just. Hold him. Hold him, yeah. Well, you just hold him and don't let go. And I, I bet that the jingly bells on the hat probably go a long way towards communicating to him that even though you are holding him in a very, very intense way, it's fun. Right. I mean, you know, when he's having a freak out and a tantrum, I say, well, look, you've got a lot of emotions to express. Is it just a time? He must love that. He does. And I think, you know, like kids, they want to have tantrums like, you know, my real dad or stop trapping me in snares. You just come in here and disrespect my family. Yeah, whatever, whatever the, the gripe is. I just know now that he needs a hug and he needs a hug from the jester. And so I just put on my jester's hat and I, I put on my jester's voice. I say, call your rabbit. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna hug it away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hug it away. I wrap him in my firm, loving jester arms, and 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 we just laugh it out. I mean, he cries and I yeah. laugh. He cries because he's, his brain's not. As he's developed. a child. Yep, yeah, he's a child. They cry. Yep, I get a lot out of it too. I mean, it's it's a part of me reclaiming the fun in in parenting, and yeah, you know, because you know, GD, you know, you it, it's not fun sometimes. No, never. No, a dad has to take what fun he can get and and pull it out of his family's cold dead fingers. Sometimes it feels like. I mean, God forbid, God forbid. Amen. I don't, I amen. Don't, I don't no, want, amen. And that's and this figurative. That's exactly speaking. right. Yeah, it's figurative speaking. I you know I I just want to say I mean I think a huge shout out is owed to cousin Marianne here. After she did our little $500 conference to tell us how to make our show better, and it did, she also told us about the clowning method when it comes to relationships. You're absolutely right, Tim. And when she handed me that that DVD, Lecoq in the Living Room, clowning for the whole family and and for trauma, I was dubious. But um, look, you know, it's changed me. And, and I'm so grateful. I'm so moved and happy to see your family healing in that way. And I, um, I'm i living in sort of constant pain, not because of you, but just because of uh, wishing I had known this sooner because yeah. I just keep replaying that last day in the house with Grace and, and, and Corey and Dennis there at the end. And we were all having that talk. And, you know, Grace is saying, how did you not see this coming for months on end? I've been living with my boyfriend in the house. You know, those conversations never went anywhere when it was when they were talking to Tech Tim. Yeah. But I just think if I had been there, you know, in the full clown makeup, in a big white suit, elegant, tasteful, stately. Powerful. Yeah, yeah. If I had been able to say to her, oh, Grace, you wouldn't divorce a clown, would you? Then I did a little tumble into the drink cart or something. Different story. A different story. Different story. How how do you walk out on that? Yeah, I don't know how you walk out. I don't know how you you don't pick that clown up and and dust them off and and patch it up. With Dennis, I'd be like, Hey, Dennis, you think you're such a big man because you lecture at the university? Well, I'll bet you didn't see this coming. And I'd bonk him on the head with with something soft, like a, a plush yeah. clown toy, a mallet. And then I'd I'd probably be there. I'd, in this I'd situation, you'd be there. In this yeah. situation, yeah. I'd probably show up in my clown car, and I'd I'd be like, "Hey, Tech Tim, let's get out of here. Let him cool down." And yeah. I'd uh, I'd I'd just throw like a really heavy ice block at Dennis's head. And I mean, I I hope it wouldn't. I hope he would. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's hard to say. We just cram into my tiny clown car and get out of there. I think so. And I think if Grace saw that, if she saw her, her you know, lover, her lover, yeah. her yeah. lover get bonked by her husband in a clown outfit and then his best friend also dressed as a clown came and threw a block of ice at him, I think Dennis would look so foolish in that situation. He would. He would look so, so effing stupid. And I think she'd say like, wow, I thought you were cool. You know, they, Dennis would have left in shame. They would have stayed with me and I wouldn't have changed anything in what I do, but they would have just been happy with it. And mm. it would have gone like that instead of the way it did go where I said, I can't hear you. I'm looking at my iPad right now. I'm trying to watch something. And then when they left, I threw my iPad out the window and it it cracked. And then it exploded more. And I cut my finger when I was trying to pick it up. And then I and they were driving away and I was sitting in the yard crying. Crying with the blood. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. story. Not a good memory, but it is. As Dr. Schroeder says, it is a memory, and I have to acknowledge that. Right, and that's the healing power of it. And it's what I keep trying to say to Emmett and Sarah. It's like, just 
just hold still and let me put this this big nose on you. What you said right there that's so telling to me is hold still and put this yep. clown nose on. And the problem with kids today is they can't hold still. There are no. phones have 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 turned people's attention spans into absolute horse s. They don't know how to enjoy the slow, gentle, sensual elegance of a clown moving through space. Right, exactly. And if they if they could just slow down for a second and 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 I could just lock them in the room and put the DVD on. Well, look, yeah. if you had if you were able to get them to watch a DVD, a lot of things would be different. I don't think That's they would even true. have to come Isn't to clowning if they had just that had is... Clapton, Austin City Limits, the whole two and a half hours. Just sat them down three and three songs. Watch it. Yeah. If I could just get Sarah and Emmett into those big floppy shoes and mm. get a seltzer bottle in their hand and, the, and just shut the lock the doors. No yeah. one's getting out until no, no, we no. all until we all have a bit of fun as clowns. Just the three of us in the cabin, you know. You're gonna look in the mirror and you're gonna laugh, and this whole family's gonna turn its BS around. Okay, yeah. So Uncle Rodney, that's where the money went, and you're welcome. And yes. thank you. And um, I just want to say, anytime you want to give us more money, we will do anything for it. I think we should get down to the show. We do have uh, the printer update, and any moment that we're not talking about printer firmware updates is a moment a dad is at danger. Right, yeah, because printing technology, it's a frontier for dads everywhere. But before we get to that, hold on, uh, dads, don't print anything just yet. Uh, There is actually another update we should do, and this one concerns the song. Yes, yeah. I Want to Meet Steve, featuring Tech Ted, produced by Gareth. Fontaine, RIP. I mean, he's not dead, but I, I mean, he, I don't know. Who knows? To us. Yeah. yeah. It is live, folks. It is live. You can listen That's to it. Right. I know yeah. we said that you need to listen to the episode with the song in it if you want to hear the song again. And, and we would love it if you kept doing that, Yushi and Nushi. Or Yushi, you just do it for both of you. Yeah. But for the rest of you, you can officially find our song on Spotify. Title. That's right. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Apple Music. Let me check. Hold on. How do you, can you how actually, do you, how do you find, do you things? actually find anything on that? No, I don't, is it radio? I have no idea. Do I click, I'm on radio. No, I Beats. don't, because it's not like a real radio, is it? No, it's certainly not. I mean, I'm not, I don't hear anything. I don't, let's see, songs. We, it is a song. So, is this all the songs that have ever been recorded? See, I, I don't know, because it. when they, when they divide things by artist, album, or song, what does the song category mean? Does that just mean like... I don't know. No one knows. Um, I don't yep. know if it's on Apple Music. I don't know if any music's on Apple Music at the moment, but that is actually beside the point, because now that the song is out, it means we can focus on the real project, and that is getting a deluxe box set reissue with bonus tracks it's going to be called tech talk presents i want to meet steve the complete sessions remastered yeah that's that's really good it's going to be four vinyl yep eight cds yep three blu-rays yeah and a beautiful full color glossy book yeah and we we want to make sure also that we're we hire a some form of teenage photographer or something to um come and take some beautiful hd footage of us singing the song yep and i'm gonna try to dress the way i looked when i did sing it uh two or three months ago i think a lot of those clothes got lost in the fire that's something i should maybe talk about later there was a fire oh really so yeah it's okay it's it's well every every fire is ultimately good at the end of the day yeah they are they are i don't get to that in a bit but um but uh, I lost most of the clothes, most of my clothes. Let's just say it's a good thing it's not a video podcast right now. Yeah, and and the box, I just want to also specify this to our listeners, that the box will have a printed image of 
beautiful mahogany. It'll look, if you put the box on a mahogany table, you won't be able to see the box. You'll think it's just the table. It'll just blend right in. And that's our guarantee. And I, actually, Uncle Rodney, if you're still listening, I'm sure you're not, but if someone could, Yushik, if you could call Uncle Rodney, um, we're going to need another $10,000 for the box set production. And that is just going to go into designing the box. But but first and foremost, it's going to go into making material because those box sets are cool because they always have like outtakes and alternate takes and alternate versions and live versions. So we need to record those. Yeah, I don't have any of that because I just did the song once, I sent it to Gareth and then I deleted all the files. We need those like outtakes, the proper outtakes. You know, you can record me and I'll be like, I'll probably put on a bit of a British accent just because I think that's Let's do one right now. Can we just do one right now actually? Yep. Okay, so this this can go in the box set. All right, ready? Um... Sorry, can I get a bit more? Can I get a bit more level? Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, can you can you turn this up in my? Can, can you turn the cans up? Can you turn the cans up? I need a little more guitar. Okay, let's go. D uh, rag and Heppy and um, Doodlebug. Let's. Uh, all right, on three. One, two, th- three, four. Uh, how does the song start? Wait. Uh, can I get a bit more? I'm. What's the latency all right, on that track? One more time. Meter it up. Okay. I want to meet Steve. Take three. A one. A two. two three. One, two, four. four five. five. Two. Anyway, um, I don't want to give too much away for free. That's kind of what you're going to be getting in the box set, though. There's going to be about 18 hours of that. Just, it's like you were there. Okay. Uh, now, I think it is just about time. We should get I down think to we're the... almost... I think, yeah, I, I feel like our listeners have been patient. We need to talk about this printer firmware update. Oh, but you know what? Actually, I oh, geez, I hate to do this. Um, I heard from Oleg and Tibor. Oh, really? Yeah, they were really excited about the 30th episode. Well, I mean, you know how they are. Yeah, what? I mean, it's they hard were... to tell if yeah, they're excited or not. I, they... Yeah, they use a lot of explanation marks and, and capitals in their emails. Yeah, and they're very direct. I appreciate that. They're not ones for pleasantry. Um, no. They they sent an email saying you need to talk about two men in the house of shame more. That's all right, they said. So, so I don't actually know if they listened to the thirtieth episode or not. Yeah, listeners will remember uh, two men in the house of shame is the Croatian TV show that Tech Ted and I have uh, been contracted to do recaps of for uh, Podstore, mm-hmm. our soon to be podcasting home. Um, yep. And we were sent another episode. The first episode we reviewed was season. Th- Two episode three, three, uh, and the episode that we just got a link for was season three, episode one. A lot happened in this episode. Yeah, it it really it really was a big bang to the start of the third season, reuniting the audience with everything they love about Two Men in the House of Shame. Fans of Yakov and Marion rejoice. They are back and they are angry still. They yes. are continuing to wail on each other. A sad episode for, I think, anyone who liked Petar because he is dead. Yeah, he's no longer with us. It, they didn't explain it at all. It must have happened. You know, they might have. It's all season. in Croatian, so I can't tell. Maybe they did. Yes, but the whole thing starts with a bit of a brawl over the open casket as it's mm. being lowered into the ground. There seems to be some argument between Marian and Yakov about who is going to break the bottle on the casket. Yeah. Then we we get into this this sort of majestic, beautiful 
well, I guess physical fist fight that sort of turns into this hug and a very long passionate, but not, not in any way sexual kiss between the two um, fighters. No, it was very much like a father and a son kissing. Yeah. Like they used to do in the olden days. Well, a lot like Aragon kissing Boromir's dead forehead. But on the lips. Yeah, but on the lips. And the dog liked that. The talking dog. It cuts to him and he, he gives you a big smile, which again, I found very unsettling. Yep. And the peasant woman is back. She's crying, naturally, because it is a funeral. She's just kind of in the distance again. She wasn't invited to yep. the funeral, but she's out with her flower. She's kind of back between the gravestones weeping. It's, it's ambiguous whether she's weeping for Petar. But what was even more ambiguous was that as the coffin is going down, Petar just sort of like turns his head and gives us all a big wink. Right. And this is, again, another moment where you, the audience, feel very much like you're witness to something you weren't supposed to see. Yes, uh, which yeah. is an exciting. It's a kind of television that is, I think, in America, we're still not really there yet. I mean, I, watching Two Men in the House of Shame, I think, is the closest thing I can compare it to is if you were to watch an American show like, say, Friends, except mm-hmm. in the episode of Friends, one of the friends did a murder, and then they turned to the camera and said, "This is our little secret." Yeah, and the murder happened in real life. Yeah, imagine Ross from Friends in a room, and he's he's screaming but it's silent and there's sort of like a drone. There's just this sort of like bong Like a machine drone. noise, yeah. Yeah, and Ross is there and he's he's just screaming, 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 but no noise is coming out. And then Joey walks in. And and I think I think then they'd they'd all go down to that that restaurant that they all go to and hang out or something. Except it, for American audiences to understand it's like if the whole time they were trying to have their little kind of small talk quips and have their coffee. There were a mother just wailing on her kid. Yeah, yeah, really viciously with a spoon. Yeah, and the, and the characters don't seem to mind. And you no. feel like you're the only one witnessing. And you yeah. feel like you need to tell someone, but you also feel like when you open your mouth, no words come out. Right. It's one of these things where they there's this sort of, main event happening always in the center of the frame and then they just hide these very uncanny things to the side almost as if if you could imagine Chandler there having a a funny talk with Joey except in the back corner Monica's just like killing a chicken she's going at it much longer than it takes to kill it it's it's clearly way dead, longer but there's just yeah. she just gets bloodier and bloodier and i yeah. you mentioned things happening in the background and this is maybe the last thing i want to say you know in terms of two house and the men of shame season three episode one something that i think i'm really excited to see in the next episode is the demons the little gremlins at the edge of the screen yeah the scene would be taking place where something normal would be happening, like a woman would be cutting a piece of bread and crying, or a man would be Mm -hmm. writing sums on a piece of paper and drinking. And just at the corner of the scene, there would be these little gremlins painted completely green, their skin sort of a greasy oil paint. And they are just kind of just hopping around very gleefully. Um, Yeah, yeah. For me as a recapper, I was curious to know, are they coming for Marion? Are they coming for me? Are they going to come out of the TV and get me? Those yeah. are the kinds of thoughts I think viewers will have. Yeah, and for that reason, I give it five stars. Two thumbs up, two out of two. And thank you, Tibor and Oleg. I hope that kind of keeps them calmed down for a little while and we can maybe right, buy ourselves yeah. some breathing room. And I, I would request maybe if you could give us the episodes in sort of a sequential order, we would be able to follow it maybe if a bit more. If it's easy. If it's easy if for it's you. If it's easy. If it's possible. 
Okay, without further ado, the top three printer firmware updates you need to keep your printer running and not yes. accidentally printing pictures that someone downloaded to your computer. Right. Uh, Hold on, actually, Ted, you know what? Um, We should talk about the Randy situation. <sighs> I, I, you're right. I don't want to either, but I think... Um, I don't want I to think... give it the, energy, the oxygen, but you're right. I don't want to give a bad dog a treat. But I think, look, this is the world we live in. Yeah. Some things you can't just cover your eyes and ears and, and make go away and say, I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't shout hear out you. Grady. Yep. I mean, what is there to say? What, do you, what is there to say? I want to say this. When I was kicked out of the hospital. You didn't do anything wrong. I No, I just wanted to, I just wanted to visit Randy. I wanted to see that he wasn't lying about his situation. And I wanted to offer him some words from one enemy to another, like, get better so I can fight you again. Yeah. It didn't go down the way I thought it was going to do. Elephant in the broom. I drove, I left the cabin and, you know, going back to civilization. You drove means, all night. It means I get access to normal grade Coca-Cola. And, and I just want to say, when you left the house at 1 a.m., when you texted, I think that's when I got the text from you that said, I'm coming into town to see the yeah. dog. It might be that you weren't in the best headspace. Yeah. Maybe emotions were running high. He tried to torpedo our 30th episode. Yeah, we and that just that. got stuck in my crawl, you know. And, and I think seeing that he had the number one tech podcast in America, it hurt like a knife to the heart. Of course. Of course, that's what happens yeah, when... Yeah, look, uh, I don't want to give that. I don't want to talk about I mean, that. Honestly, I don't want to talk about that. I think he got it. It was a lot of sympathy listens, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I think we don't have people listening to us out of sympathy. I mean, I've been told many times we are very unsympathetic men. Yeah. And so that means every listen we get is earned. earned. And Randy yeah. made it to number one um, by cheating, by getting in the hospital and, and giving yeah. a lot of money to charity or whatever. Exactly, and almost having your leg come off. You were understandably wound up, but I think that by the time you finished that seven-hour drive back from the cabin back to town to the hospital, you had definitely cooled down. Yeah, I, I was definitely not as amped as I was at the start. I mean, seven hours does take it out of you on the road, but I was pretty committed to speaking my piece. Or just yelling my piece into, shaking his bed. So I met you at the hospital, and by the time you got there, you're not dangerous to anyone. Yeah, I know that people are going to have a lot of questions about me bringing that katana in. You take that katana everywhere. everywhere. That's not a, th I that's never not a threat. Leave that's it. not yeah. a threat. I mean, and once we got that security guard off of you, he I think he understood that. Right, and I do think, and they should teach this to security guards, that if you see someone with a jester hat on, nothing's going to happen. They've got a jester hat on. You should actually probably gather around while they tell you a joke. Yeah, or treat you know. them with reverence. They're probably a dad who's going through a hard time with his family and is just trying to get some dignity back. Exactly. I think if the if you had been wearing your Oakleys when you came in with the katana, then the Different security story. guard would have had every... I mean, yes. Yeah, But right, when you have exactly. the jester hat on, that's a calming hat. Exactly. And and I think that, you know, the other thing too, the security guard just must have been deaf because he didn't hear... My voice, you know, yeah. I was I was saying, well, get off me, sir. I'm just a cloud. I'm not going to hurt anyone unless it's a meringue pie. Boo. That's right. I appreciated you you jumping in on that. I, on I the mean, clown. I didn't have a clown hat, but I felt like where one clown goes, go clowns all. Yes, exactly. I'm just here to visit my best friend, Randy Ramirez, that woof, 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 doggy, doggy. And he didn't get it when I pulled out the balloon and started to try to make a, you know, a poodle. And it didn't work well. I haven't, I haven't watched the YouTube video long enough to be able to actually do it. But, you know, the thought was there. And I think uh, credit where credit is due to Randy, he did ultimately kind of get us both out of the fix. I don't, 
I'm not a happy about it. No. I mean, Randy did say, look, just let him go. They're not worth it, which was nice of him to say in yeah, the context. Yeah, I appreciate that. And the whole thing wouldn't have happened if Randy had just let you charge your phone when we got into the room. That's, right. I mean, I mean, that was really like, what I was we, talking about. Yeah. I mean, you'd driven the whole way and your phone, car charger was broken. Like, you needed to charge your phone. And he, that machine that was plugged in wasn't even doing anything. Yeah, I was just I, trying to I take saw it out it. from it my just, charger. Yeah. It was just beeping. And I was like, okay, unplug the beeping. Anyway, that's what started the whole stupid thing. Randy, once Absolutely. again, overreacting. More sympathy, I'm sure. I'm sure this is just going to lead to another, you know, record-breaking round of GoFundMe donations for the dog right, man. Right, And, you know, when they do give you a new leg or whatever's going on, I hope it was worth it. But the good news of that is that we got to hang out a little bit. I hadn't seen you in a couple months. You look great. You, you look a little Thank different, but, but pretty good. You looked really gaunt. That's nice of you to say. Yeah, in a good way. Well, situations on my end have been getting uh, very interesting, very creative, very dynamic. <sighs> Jeez, this is hard to say, um, but it's exciting. This is uh, a turning point for Tech Tim, for me. Okay. The end of an era, I'm not afraid to say. No, it's just speak your truth, man. You got this. Uh, I am leaving the house. That's fair. I'm taking a little trip. I'm going to get in touch with America. Wow. America's going through a lot right now. Uh, people are angry because I don't know why. They forgot their internet password or something. Yeah. I just thought there's a lot of reporters who live inside their bubbles. Yeah. They don't know the way real life is. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, if you're spending all your time going to parties at Apple stores where people invite you and you get to give toasts, you probably don't know that the people who actually buy your phones live in houses with holes in the wall that have the whole room has collapsed. Yeah. They don't know that the real dads are out there driving seven hours to see their friend in the hospital only to get tackled. Yeah. As a tech journalist, one of the few true ones along with you, it's my job to get out and see the world. I'm proud of you, man. Proud of you just for walking away for a bit, you know, just getting yeah. out of that zone. I mean, coincidentally, my house has been condemned. All right. I think it was inevitable. I mean, obviously, the showdown with Gareth didn't uh, go as planned. I did everything we talked about last episode up until the point where Gareth showed up. And he didn't show up. But I, mm -hmm. was, I was sitting on the half couch, and I was downloading all the apps on my phone waiting for him. I heard an owl hoot which I thought was maybe Gareth. It's a similar sound. It's a honestly. very similar sound. And, I, and it was, I threw my phone. It was hot. It was kind of glowing hot. And it just hit that tapestry that I have. And it went up. It went up. Right. It burned right, yeah. hot and fast. Yeah. It didn't burn the whole house down, luckily, but it did burn the rest of the Apple Store living room. Well, you have a lot of water at, at your feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, my office, thanks to the standing water, is fine. But, yeah. you know, the neighbors have not been happy with the situation in my house for a very long time. And I've been, I've been lucky in as much as they're also afraid to come near the house. Yeah. So yeah, they've kind of yeah. left me be. But yeah, it's a I fine balance. They yeah. finally, you know, I think the fire and then the incessant packages that I'm having delivered because of all my iPhones I'm having sent to me, they finally had enough. They called the city. The city came and they said, yeah, obviously no one lives here. And they slapped a condemned sticker on it. And it's slated to be demolished today. So very excited. And I just want to say a quick word to the animals in my house. I mean, this is just a statement of admiration. I've been trying to get rid of these animals for, you know, months now. Before I even saw the this property is condemned sign on the side of the house, they took mm. off. No cat, no ducks, no owl, 
no wow. nothing. Wow, they know. They know. They, know. they just, yeah. they know. It's the wisdom of nature. Yeah, so I'm just going to get a motorcycle and I'm going to hit the road. I'm going to see America textile. What flavor hog are you going to be riding into the sunset, my friend? I'm spending the last Uncle Rodney money on a, you've seen one of those cool three-wheel motorcycles? Yes. Well, we know this. What's better than Wi-Fi 5? Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 6. What's better than a three-wheel motorcycle? A six-wheeled motorcycle. Whoa. You just skipped four and five. And I just want to stress, in the spirit of Clapton, this thing goes slow. Yeah. Because you know how for the three-wheeled motorcycles, they're mainly for the elderly? Yep. The six-wheel is like for the super elderly. It's like ages 95 and up. It is almost like a giant baby carriage. Yeah, but that's kind of beautiful because you'll have a lot of space to deck it out with Mm -hmm. tech. Yep, I'm going to fill it up with my laptop and my iMac, my iPad, my, uh, well, that's all I have. That's all I really own anymore since the fire and everything. I'm going to suggest that you also get a Bluetooth speaker. Picture this, listeners. You're coming down the interstate. You see something moving. Yeah. What is that, you say? And before you know, you've passed it because you're going 60 and this thing's going like three miles an hour. But you you loop back because you want to see again and you go slowly. It's me in a six-wheel motorcycle on the shoulder because technically it's not... Road safe. Road safe, no. Going the very safe speed of about four miles an hour with a little beautiful Bluetooth speaker playing. Driving along in my automobile. No particular place to go. So I'm excited. Now, you might be asking yourself, Tech Tim, don't you have a car? Yes, I do. But if you had had Tom Delatom sleeping in your car and doing other things in there... That car's done. Yep, that one's uh, not a reusable car, let's no, just say. It no. is a one-time use. Yeah, burn it. And that's confirmed. I have smelled Tom Delatom and it's, it's unholy. Oh yeah, you. I forgot you met Tom. What did you think of him? He was everything i imagined cool right very cool i mean he is just out of the pages of a paperback novel he is like listen here dame you're i'm gonna there's a man who from the bronx yeah see how how would you like a bit of uh, a bit of this uh, pork belly i don't know why he he just eats a lot of pork he does he gives off that a porky scent Ted and I were, were chatting in the parking lot, and I get a call from Tom DeLatom. He says, uh, listen to me, buddy. I got the Patreon case cracked wide open, so meet me at this address. And I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a cool Chinese restaurant, or maybe it's Could've a back wait. alleyway. Like, I was Smoky like, oh, blinds. Ted, yeah. get ready. This is going to be cool. Well, it turned out it was his sister's house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It was nice to meet his family. Yeah. I, I mean, family and friends, all sorts of people who are concerned about him. Yeah, it was it was an intervention. We we, right, we know, walked we into like a room. Put that there together was a pretty circle quick. of chairs. Yeah. yeah. I guess Tom wanted us to bust him out of the intervention. I felt very uncomfortable, to be honest. It was a rough scene, I'm not going to lie. I didn't yeah. like you having to see Tom that way. No, but it felt authentic. You know, there was a lot of tears and, and I'd been through a lot in the hospital, so I had a lot of... I needed a good cry, too, so I just sort of wept in the corner. I felt a little weird when they were going around the circle, and they were like, I'm Tom's third wife, I'm Tom's fourth wife. Yeah. And they get to us, and, and, and we're like, look, we just hired Tom to find our Patreon account URL. That didn't go down too well, unfortunately. So that went on for a couple hours, and you know, finally Tom was like, in his very cool detective way, looked at us and was like, boys... 
is it just me or is this the most boring thing you've ever sat through? And it was boring. Yeah. Um, yeah I, mean, just, I gave him a little nod. Nothing against his family. It's just we don't know no. them or I don't really have a stake in Tom's well-being so much. So he was like, let's get out of here and get some breakfast. And that sounded great to me. Yeah. And I remember his family said, if you go out that door, that's the last time you're going to ever hear from any of us ever again. And you yeah. and I looked at each other and we were like, I've heard that before. before. Yeah, totally. And Tom was just like, let's go, boys. Yeah. And then he fell down those stairs. Yeah. And again, again, not steep stairs. There were two stairs. It was like a step. It was more of like a ramp and it was quite long. I mean, we talk about a clown. We talk about a jester. If Tom DeLaTom weren't such a good private dick, I think he'd be making an incredible clown because when you see him tumble down a very gradual incline... He has his own momentum. He just like, it's almost like something is propelling him. I mean, we mm, chased him rolling mm-hmm. down the sidewalk for like th- two quarters of a mile. Yeah, yeah. It's like his whole body flips. He's almost like a gymnast, but he certainly has no skill. No, like a really round, like a like a gymnast if a gymnast was on the inside of a big bowl. A little bit like um, the little girl who fills up with blueberry juice from um, Charlie and the... Charlie like, Wonka's. The Char- yeah. Charlie Wonka's chocolate melange. Yeah, I love that movie, Charlie Wonka's chocolate melange. Yeah, and that was the last either of us saw of him. Uh, I'm glad you got to meet him. So great. Such an honor. I mean, I told him he can continue to sleep and, you know, do his other business in my car since I won't be using it. Um, yeah. I, I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of hope for Tom. Yeah. All right, folks. I hate to say it. Um, we have run out of time for the printer firmware updates, but if you are needing to update your printer, do not do it. We'll get to it next year. Second annual yeah. printer firmware update roundup. Yes. Really quick on our way out. Let's talk about what are you excited for this week? I'm excited to get back to the hacky sack. How many kicks are you on? I'm on four. That's really good. I mean, I, I, I can't say much about hacky sacking, but if my skills at kicking at ducks and other varmints translate yeah uh, i think i would be really good yeah it's about going with the flow and just accepting it you know man namaste what are you excited about this week i'm excited to watch him tear my house down yeah i'm excited for you most of it's down but i think there's a lot of memories in there i'm going to be excited to see the big wrecking ball just crush crush it all can you ride on the truck i asked them i asked them if i could ride on the truck and they said what are you talking about someone lives in that building that's not safe that property's condemned etc 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 so yeah yeah well maybe you could just throw some rocks at it i think so yeah at the very least i'm gonna throw some rocks and and hit a few good ones i mean it's gonna be sad to see the apple store go it's i got a lot of good memories most of them involving you in that house um, with tech bunker but at the same time you know there's something really comforting with the idea that it's just going to be a pile of earth yeah and no one will ever know it was there yes look i just have to say mate you know like when the big ball on the chain swings through the remnants of your Mm. house Mm. i want it to demolish your past i want you to be cleansed thank you i i the way i've been thinking about it is you know when you try to download a printer firmware update and you end up on some g forsaken website and you download something it's not a printer firmware update and your computer just gets completely effed by viruses And you try to keep using it, but the more you use it, the more it's sending out viruses to your neighbors, to your ex-wife, to your ex-wife's And your printer just starts printing, like, obscene peppins. Terrible peppins. And the day that the virus totally consumes your computer and 
destroys the hard drive is actually a day of great liberation. It's like someone, and I, I think they're wearing a turtleneck, is reaching down. They are taking a big pencil eraser and erasing my life and yeah. saying, start over, start fresh, buy yourself a six-wheel motorcycle, see America, and, and just start over. Yeah, and you get a new Apple ID. That, and that's actually going to be really, really nice because mine is, yeah. I think mine's being used for a number of criminal operations right now. You need to, yeah, and, and write that down. As soon as you come up with it, write it down. Yo, I'm going to put it on the side of the motorcycle. That way I'll never forget it. I have a little suspicion that the next episode we record, we're going to be hearing from a very different tech team. I think so too. And if you hear from Grace or Dennis or Corey or Dr. Schroeder, please don't tell them where I went. Yep. Oh, you know what? I feel the ground rumbling. Yeah, it is Here a. Oh, they, they brought the they bought the wrecking ball cool. and the caterpillar. They you're are gonna, gonna flatten this place. They know you're in there. You want to get out? Oh geez. Get out. Oh geez. Get out. Okay, get I gotta. Go. I haven't get packed out. anything. Dude. I haven't packed anything. I need oh, to get my man. computer. Oh gosh. Dude, just I didn't know the animals know they're gone. You should yeah. listen to their silence. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I should go. They're um they're swinging the big ball. They're swinging it around. Whoa. Okay, dude. Things are falling down fast. Okay, get out of there, man. Uh, get Ted, out. Stay safe. Good luck with uh, Emmett, and you know just squeeze a little harder, laugh a little louder, and uh, starch that Joker hat. That's right. I will. And and get out of the house. Get I'm it, excited. Get out now. Yeah, I gotta go. I, I actually do Run. need to go because it's it's Run. uh yeah. All right. Next time I talk to you, you're gonna be hearing from Tech Tim on the road. Seeing America. Alrighty, alrighty. All right. Oh, okay, boy. Bye, okay, folks. they took a wall down. Bye, yep. everybody. Bye.